Greetings, peace and light, everyone, and welcome to the official first episode of my Dope Evolution podcast. Before I dive right into this first story, I wanted to remind everyone that these stories that I do share, they are not just any story. These are stories of real life situations that's happened to real people. These stories are very traumatic experiences and very triggering and may be hard to listen to, so discretion is advised. Let's begin. I remember when I was a young girl, maybe between the ages of 5 and 10, my brother and I would spend a lot of time at my grandmother's and her husband's house. It was always a good time being there because my grandmother's husband always made sure that we were properly entertained. He wasn't our biological grandfather, but he took good care of us like we were his own blood. He blended so well with the family. Everybody loved him. Well, not exactly everyone. My aunt, my father's youngest sibling, and his only sister. She did not like him. She couldn't stand him. And she wasn't afraid to show it either. And at the time, I couldn't quite understand because how could anybody dislike my grandmother's husband? He was awesome. But of course, at that young age, when you are spoiled by a certain individual, That person is always going to be awesome to you. And he spoiled us rotten. I mean, he would go to extreme lengths to ensure our happiness. In the summertime, he would transform their entire backyard into a full-blown playground. Swing sets, slides, even a pool. And in the winter, he would transform that same backyard into a skating rink, a beautiful winter wonderland. And he'd be out there too, playing with us. He would always go the extra mile for me because I was his princess. And anything I wanted, I would get. If grandma said no, he would say yes. Yeah. He would be what most people considered the perfect grandfather. Not to my aunt, though. She would see him as the fucking scum of the earth. My aunt, she was different from everybody else. Often misunderstood. And because of this, she was treated unfairly. Labeled problematic. But I loved her, and she loved me. For me, she was funny. She was kind. When we were over for weekends, she always made time to spend with me. She would comb my hair, paint my nails, and when it was bedtime, she would lay with me and read me bedtime stories. One thing she would often say, though, that I found pretty weird. She would say, 
the moment that I start feeling uncomfortable coming here, I need to let her know. What does feeling uncomfortable even mean? I didn't quite understand what she meant by that, but she made me promise, and she also made me promise to keep that between her and I, and I did. I remember one night at home, I was in bed, and I woke up to a lot of yelling and screaming. It was my aunt, and she was getting into it with my dad. I remember being a bit disoriented and confused because I was startled having to wake up to that kind of ruckus in the middle of the night. I never really knew what caused such an argument between my dad and my aunt that night, but I remember my mom trying so desperately to calm them both down. I remember my aunt coming into my room and she was holding in her hand my favorite book, the book that she always reads to me at bedtime. And she came in apologizing for waking me up and she slid that book under my mattress and said to me, I need you to keep that safe. And if there ever comes a time that you start feeling uncomfortable going to grandma's house, I want you to take this book and give it to your mom so she could read it. Okay? Do you understand? I said, yes, I understand. And then she kissed me on the forehead and she left. That night was the last night I saw my aunt. A few days later, my dad received word that my aunt had committed suicide. I didn't quite understand what was happening around me. All I knew is that I would never see my aunt again. Fast forwarding a bit, some time has passed and the family dynamics were getting back to somewhat normal. The trips back to grandma's house was getting back to normalcy as well. In spite of the tragedy that this family just experienced, my grandmother's husband was still the playful, energetic being that he always was. But grandma, something, something really deep shifted within her. I recognized that even as young as I was but there's not much you can expect from her given the circumstances, right? I remember mom and dad having to go away for a couple of days. I can't quite remember if it was for a vacation, business, something. But while they were away, I had to stay with my grandmother and her husband for the few days. My brother, opted to stay with my uncle and his sons for that time. I wasn't bothered though, because that would only mean more attention for me. Anyways, got to grandma's, 
and everything was exactly how I expected it to be. Fun, fun, and more fun. It was good times. One night, while I was preparing myself for bed, my grandmother's husband knocks on the door and pokes his head in and says, Hey, princess, would you like me to read you a bedtime story? I shout, Yes! I really loved me a bedtime story. I really missed my aunt for that. She always made the bedtime stories good. Anywho, he comes in and he grabs the first book that he sees on the dresser and sits down in the bed beside me and starts reading away. I laid there and listened until I fell asleep. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and being startled because as I looked over, there lies my grandmother's husband in the bed beside me, asleep. That was new. And as a child, what do you really think about it? So I laid back down and fell right back to sleep. The next morning, I woke up to that wonderful smell of breakfast cooking. I looked over and my grandmother's husband was gone. Anyways, I got up, got myself cleaned up, dressed, and ran right down to the kitchen. I walked into the kitchen and there he was, my grandmother's husband, sitting around the table reading a newspaper and my grandmother fixing him a plate. I remember him saying, good morning, sleepyhead. And I seen my grandmother kind of look over her shoulder, but didn't say anything. She continued on fixing the plates. My grandmother then walks over and puts a plate down in front of him and kind of chucks my plate in front of me. Like here, child. He asked me, how was my sleep? And I said to him, it was good. I remember my grandmother having this look on her face. And again, at that time, at such a young age, you really don't know what to make of these things. But as I think back, that look was pure disgust. But anyway, I finished my breakfast. Grandma helped me and got me cleaned up. And I carried on with my day. Night comes and the same old routine. I got myself prepared for bed, got my story time, and I went to sleep. This night, I remember waking up to the movement of someone climbing in the bed with me. I jumped up and it was my grandmother's husband and he started to shush me. Shush, 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 shush. It's okay. It's only me, baby. I just wanted to come and lay with you for a little bit, he said. Now this, this was weird. He would lay me back down beside him and then put his arms over me, like to hug me close. And every time I tried to adjust, it's like he would squeeze tighter so I wouldn't move. 
I didn't know what was going on, but all I knew is that I wanted to go home. When my parents returned and they came and got me, I couldn't get out of there fast enough. It's like I waited in eternity for their return. When I got home and I was in my own bed, I felt such a relief. A couple of days have passed now, and I remember sitting in my bed, just kind of going over what was going on at Grandma's house and how it made me feel. I didn't like it. The feeling I was feeling, it wasn't nice. And then I remembered my aunt and what she had said about feeling uncomfortable. Is this what she meant and I remembered the book that she placed under my mattress. I quickly went to search for it and once I found it I made my way to where my mom was. I walked up to my mom with the book in my hand and I said to her, mom, auntie told me to give you this book when I don't feel Good about going to grandma's. My mother's countenance just fell. She reluctantly took the book from me. When she opened up the book, this folded piece of paper fell out. She picked it up, opened it, and whatever she read on that page broke her right down. She asked me if I could go to her room because she needed to read this by herself. So I did what she asked. I went back to my room. Later that evening, my dad came home from work. As soon as he walked through the door, I heard my mom call to him and say, I need you to come right now. He didn't even get a chance to greet us or nothing. I tried to stand by the stairs to see if I could hear what was being said, but all I could hear is muffled talking. I couldn't make out anything that was being said. Moments later, my dad storms out of the house, jumps in his car, and drives away, and I just hear my mom crying, crying, and I remember this feeling I got in my stomach. It made me feel sick. But again, I couldn't quite understand what was going on. What on earth was in that letter? I remember my brother coming out of his room and removing me from the top of the steps where I was standing and walked me back into my room and just sat down beside me and just held me. I don't know what he knew, but I could tell he wasn't feeling good either. Some time had passed now and I remember going to my dad and said, Daddy, when are we gonna go see grandma and her husband again? I remember my dad giving me a hug 
And he said, baby, I don't think there will be a time that you will be going back to your grandmother's house again. He said that I know you may not understand what's going on right now, but as you get older, you will understand, but I need you to trust me right now. Can you do that? And I said, of course, daddy. Of course, I will trust you. Nobody spoke of my grandmother and her husband again. It was like they never existed anymore. But I did what my father had asked me to do and trusted him. Years later, my brother and I are now young adults. He has gone off to university and I, in my senior year of high school, life went on and it's like my grandmother and her husband were fleeting memory. One evening, I was just reorganizing my room and I came across my book. My book, the one my aunt always read to me at bedtime. And I remember this was the book that I gave to my mom that evening when everything changed. I took the book and I went straight to my mom. I asked my mom, Mom, do you remember this book? And she looked at it. She kind of brushed it off like, what are you talking about? I said, this is the book that I gave you that evening. And you read that note from auntie. Please, mom, what did she say in that note? My mother threw her head back and took this deep breath. She said to me, you know, I was dreading this day, but I knew it was coming. I knew you loved your aunt very much. And I knew that she would want me to tell you what happened to her. So let's talk. And she asked me to come and sit with her. What came next from my mom's mouth was nothing short of devastation and disgust. Out of respect for my aunt, I will not share in detail of some of the disgusting things that she endured in that house. I will say that she suffered rape, she suffered abuse, and those were just a few among the multitude of horrible things that she suffered at the hands of my grandmother's husband. And what's worse, what makes this whole thing even more hard to swallow, my grandmother knew everything that he was doing 
and did nothing about it. She didn't protect my aunt. It's like she sold her soul to the devil. She could have anything she wanted as long as he could have her. My aunt was the sacrifice. And in spite of everything that was going on with my aunt, her greatest concern was making sure that I was protected. Then I got that sunken feeling and I thought about that night when he climbed up in the bed beside me and was holding me tight. No matter how much I tried to move, he just wouldn't let up. I felt so sick. I never told my mom what happened that night. I just always thought maybe it was just better for me to keep it to myself. I learned some years later that my grandmother's husband ended up passing away from some form of cancer. And my grandmother, she apparently moved back to the, her country of origin. There was no justice for my aunt. In fact, the way the entire situation was handled was pretty damn shitty. Unfortunately, this is very common in our culture. Many young women suffer various types of abuse from the hands of the men in their, in their own family. I give thanks for my aunt every day and I will always, always honor her. Whoa, there is so much questions, so much that has been left unsaid. I can't even imagine what your aunt must have gone through, but I must say kudos to you. She's a social worker, y'all. And guess what she specializes in? People who has gone through abuse. You got it right. And if that's not turning trials into a triumph, <laughs> then I don't know what is. Thank you for allowing me to share your story. And if you out there is inspired to share yours, feel free to hit me up. Email me at it's a new day at gmail.com. That's I T S A N U D A A I at gmail.com. Thank you for joining me this week. And until next time, I am Khalees. Be blessed. One love. Peace. Thank you.